you know what? I'll just wait for the next one. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Each and every episode, we walk you through a story song. And this week, we're doing Heaven on the Seventh Floor by Paul Nicholas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rachel. We sure are. <laughs> Rachel, this one's yours, so yep. why don't you uh, walk us through. Tell us what's the story I mean, I don't want to take this o- song. I don't want to take ownership of it. No, this is yours. <laughs> no. no. Nope. Uh, so the story is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, let's call him Paul. Okay. Paul uh, goes into an elevator, and there's a lovely lady in there. Mm-hmm. He, she catches his eye, yeah. uh, and he's like, oh, this is going great. Asks her out on a date. Uh, she says no. And then, no, no, I have to stop you. Yeah, sorry. Because what she says is, never. Yeah. We'll get into it later. <laughs> like, like, really yeah. definitive on <laughs> but that. But she uh, uh, so says no, and then somehow the elevator breaks down oh. on the seventh floor. Wow. Uh, and uh, they call the operator and then mm-hmm. they try to get out. It doesn't say that they do. So I assume <laughs> they're, stuck. Still they're there. stuck there. They're to there this to day. this day. Yeah. And that's the whole story. Going up, she said, just as we had started to climb together. Looking up, I said, hey, look, maybe I can see you tonight. And she said, I'd like to start talking about this song with the tone of it. Okay. The tone of it is very. I don't even know how to describe the like. What genre is this? It's disco. It's disco. It's disco. It's pretty heavily disco. But it has. It seems like there's pan flute involved. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's real interesting. Well, that's that's kind of the thing with disco. Disco is all over the place. Disco was. I mean, it was R and B. It was like a full live orchestra. It was apparently pan flute. Yeah, like there, disco had a little bit of everything. It was right. sort of like all genres coming together. Right, but this, this the the only thing I can think of is this sounds like the song that would play on a kid show showing footage of a candy factory. It was like yeah, boop, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the music. This is the music from the Crayon Factory episode exactly. of uh, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers, Rogers yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. anyway, it's, so the music, yes, the lyrics, no, the no, lyrics, no. no. That would be real weird. So it starts with going up. She said, "Uh huh, right." Just as we were starting to climb together, <laughs> <clears throat> which is what happens in an elevator: is things go up. There's right. no you, you go up or down. That's, uh-huh. You know that's what happens. And then he catches, she catches his eye. Yeah. And he instantly, like the creepazoid he is, asks her out. So, let's take a step back. Yeah. They've been on the elevator for 10 seconds. 10 seconds. She says, going up. Uh Uh-huh. To which he thinks, oh, this is my in. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Like, she has acknowledged my existence, therefore now would be a good time to ask her out on a date. Uh Uh-huh. Like, like, literally, she said going up. That's what you say to people on an elevator. Yeah. That's it. End of story. He's like, well, she's talking to me. This is going pretty well so far. She yeah. said going up, mm-hmm. and then the elevator did what she said. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so, this is, so this is good. So now we've been on the elevator for 10 seconds. Yeah. Can I see you tonight? Yep. Right. 
And her answer, valid enough. Yeah. Never. 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 Not. <laughs> not no. Thank you. Uh, no. Or I, I got something to do tonight. Maybe some other time. Never. The answer is never. Uh huh. So I'm gonna say right off the bat. This guy is a known quantity in this building, and he's a creepazoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is asking out everybody. And his answer to her saying never is, oh, I'm out of luck. I'm out of luck. So yeah, that's yeah. the first sort of like bit of this. Right. At this point, it is either uh, an adorable meet-cute story, mm-hmm. or it's it could turn to horror short story. <laughs> yes. Uh, called... Heaven on the seventh floor. <laughs> I'm going to send you to heaven on the seventh floor. Um, yeah. So yeah, so she pretty blatantly says... Never. Yeah, it's not no, not tonight. It's uh-huh. never at any point in the future. Nope, no, nope, nope, nope. No, thank you. <laughs> not do not want you, Paul Nicholas. Yeah. Not in the least. Uh, the only thing worse than never would have been with you. That's, that's <laughs> the only yeah, other. Yeah. That's the only yeah. other answer. Yeah, uh, and it's harsher. Good job giving like a like a definitive answer, but oh, imagine how she was feeling. Yeah, a second later, right. she's well, like, she's like, I only got to be in this elevator for five more seconds. Five seconds. I'm not going to see this so, guy again. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the eighth floor, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready to go. And his answer is, I was out of luck. He's like, well, oh, I'm out of luck. Guess right. I'm out of luck. It's fine. And he's thinking, well, I'm not going to see her again. And here is However. the here is where it turns to a horror short story with one word, but. Yeah. <laughs> 10 seconds later not yeah. and then 10 seconds later but 10 seconds later somehow we got stuck in that elevator right somehow somehow or did you do it paul yeah. nicholas <laughs> did you do it i'm just pressing all these buttons <laughs> definitely the word as you've already said the word that stands out here is somehow right but somehow we got stuck in that elevator because it sounds like him saying oh i was out of luck right that sounds that sounds good. Like, oh, he, he's respecting boundaries, he's understands. Yeah. But then when you put it all together, it's like, well, I was out of luck. But somehow mm-hmm. we got stuck in that elevator. Ten seconds later. Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> she turned me down. Yeah. Uh, we got stuck in that elevator. Yeah. And that's when the things went crazy. <laughs> There's like heavy breathing. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's the, you feel the walls so you closing hear like in on you. The single piano note, ding, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ding, and like close-ups of her face, like. And, and then you, you, and then you. The really... real horror of the story is the awkwardness of being like, "No, oh, I'd never God. go out with you." Oh, oh, now we're stuck here. Yeah, this is a this is like a. You know, it's funny. A lot of sitcoms do the we're stuck in an elevator. We're going to the way we feel about each other is going to change. Yeah. Uh huh. See Night Court. Yeah. Oh, there's a great <laughs> Night Court episode about it. Oh, my gosh. There Friends is. did that in the bank vestibule. Friends did that in the bank vestibule. Will and Grace just recently did it. Say by the bell. I mean, I don't know if that was like a relationship thing. The the uh, Mr. Belding's wife, who we never oh, saw yes. before or after what's ever mentioned, had a baby in the elevator. In the elevator. That Zach yeah. delivered. I think that's but, what happened in Night Court too. Really? Well, I, I mean, don't know. if you get stuck in an elevator, yeah, eighty-seven percent of the time there's going to be a pregnant woman in there who gives birth. I mean, that <laughs> yeah, is yeah. that's just math. It's going to happen. That's yeah. what happens. Anyway, none of this has to do with uh, Paul Nicholas being a creepazoid on an elevator. Wait, other TV shows have elevators. <laughs> Hold on. Well, then you have a whole sub subgenre of people getting stuck in meat lockers. Yeah, because yes. then not because now you then have a time cold. limit. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna freeze oh to death. So now you have a, you I have love like Lucy a, pioneered that. Yeah, you yeah. have a, you have a ticking clock. I think there was a Three's Company. 
Oh. Uh, maybe. Yeah, of course there was a three. What, what do you mean? I think there was a three's company. Of course there was a three's company. They got stuck in an elevator. They got stuck in a janitor's closet. They got stuck in a meat locker. They did all the things. There was a yeah. misunderstanding. Yeah, they got stuck in the Regal Beagle. It always happened. Somebody got stuck in a basement. There's always a basement to get oh, stuck in. Archie Bunker. Because then yes. you have memories. Yep. And you have costumes to oh, put on. That's and right. that's what you have, and it's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, Paul Nicholas had none yeah. of these things. No. He was just a creepo Wait, stuck in an elevator with a lady. Being stuck in things on TV. <laughs> no, we're gonna get real creepy. Now. But this isn't the Stuck In podcast? <laughs> Hi, welcome to Stuck In. Here things, oh, that but... sounds terrible. Back to whatever song we were doing. Oh, oh Heaven on the Seventh Floor. Oh, yeah, right. So, uh, so yeah, so he, they, he, somehow they get stuck in this elevator. Um, this woman is terrified now at this point. If this was me, I would think I'm getting murdered and he's using my skin as a coat. Right. Ew. There's no, well, I, I don't know. This is how women have to think, Michael. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> anytime a woman is stuck in an elevator with, and it's just her and a man, I hate to tell you how reality is, but the reality is you think to yourself, well, this is how I get murdered. <laughs> well, all right. Now, I didn't think it would be this way, yeah. but I assumed it would be this some way. Somehow. And he is not doing any favors for his kind. No. So then the song is heaven, uh, then then the, the chorus, heaven on the seventh floor, hey baby, heaven on the seventh floor, I ain't complaining because it's his point of view. Yeah. So he's ecstatic he's that ecstatic this broke this down. Happened. Ecstatic, because now he gets more time with this woman who just turned him down saying never. I've never been so high before. Mm -hmm. Now, you might think that's a pun, but I don't think so. I think this guy is rolling on mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or he's uh, never been in the skyscraper. Well, I'm just saying. He's like, hey, baby, you want to you wanna go out on a date with me? She's like, oh, my God. Your your pupils are the size of dinner plates. Stay away from me. Good Lord. What is wrong with you? And he's like, oh, no, we're stuck in this elevator. She's like, right. I got off like five minutes ago. <laughs> I'm a figment of been, your imagination. You've been riding this elevator all night. <laughs> Find uh, your soulmate, Homer. <laughs> uh, so, and he says, so please don't rescue me. Please don't. If this was written from the woman's point of view, it would go a little bit like, oh my dear Lord, I'm stuck on the seventh floor. Someone get me out of here. Please, dear God, please rescue me. I mean, if nothing else. That's what the song Rescue Me is about. <laughs> yeah, it's from the if woman's point of view. If nothing else, right, this is so socially so awkward. Yeah. He asked you for a date. You said never, elevator stuck. <laughs> and now you got to stand there and just stare at the numbers. <laughs> just stare at them. Just don't look over. No. Hey, let's talk about anything else but the conversation we just had. Yeah. yeah. Or don't talk at all. You know what? Just kill me now. Just I, <laughs> I hope I die of a massive heart attack. Please, oh, just man. to end this. Just to end this social awkward. Now. So, yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm going to say, just to go back to what you were saying, mm -hmm. I don't want to jump ahead too much. Okay. But this is not just from his point of view. Right. This song is aggressively from his point of view. <laughs> yeah. Because we're this is there's actually stuff in here uh -huh. that we're not making up. That is actually being like she is not happy about this. No, there's this is not. It's not like a song where it ends where she like decides in the end, much like the sitcoms we were talking about, where she eventually comes around. There, yeah. And they are that they end up going on a date at the end, or she's like, oh, I have fallen in love with you. No, she. She there's is very nothing. upset about what is happening. Yeah, there's nothing in the lyrics that lead us to believe that she yeah. is changing her mind at no. all. No, and, and in fact, the opposite of that. Right. Girl, I said, oh yeah, it looks like we could be here all night. Together. Ooh, ooh, it's a fun 
says, we're alone, I said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Looks like we could be here all night together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how the music goes. Um, again, that gets more creepy. It kicks up the creepy. Do not turn to her and say, we're alone, we're alone. and could be here all night. First of all, she knows you're alone. Yeah. You're in an elevator. She's not going to turn around and see three other people. <laughs> There's not a lot to look oh at. Oh, my God. I didn't know somebody <laughs> oh else was here. We're alone. No, we're not. There's... Right. My husband, Paul, <laughs> yeah, my husband, yeah. like Glenn is here, uh, Paul. So no. Yeah. So again, he is just aggressive about we're alone. We could be here all night together. Yeah. Huh? Huh? What are we going to do? Yeah. The answer is try and claw our way out of an elevator. <laughs> right. Uh, also, I don't know about all night. I feel like most buildings have well, systems in place to fix a stuck elevator. Well, and good news. This one does. Yeah. It, it has, has a, a phone. It has a phone. And so he says, we could be here all night together. Oh, there's a phone right there. She yeah, instantly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's like, no, it's fine. We'll definitely, we'll be out here soon. It's pick fine. up the phone. Pick up the phone. Fine. You, you stay fine. over on that side by the phone, but you pick up that phone. Yeah. And she breathes heavier and heavier. Please, it's I just, just want to I mean, go home and see so, my family. It's so it's important. Terrifying. It's so important, like, tone here, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're alone. I, I mean, we, we, could be all, we could be here all night. <laughs> or... We're alone. <laughs> yeah, yep. We could be here all night. Right? Like yeah. those are the same words, yep. two totally different meanings. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. What's happening. And if her response to we're alone looks like we could be here all night together was you're right, let's make the best of it, yeah. then I could see that maybe you should continue right. down this path of yeah. trying to woo her. But she says, Oh, we will not be here all night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pick up that, that phone. phone. There's a phone. There's, there's a, a phone, phone, she said. And you can oh my, you can hear the desperation. There's a phone. There's a there's a phone, she said. Yeah. Um You gotta get us out of here in five minutes time. Well, gonna get gonna have us out of here in five minutes yeah. time. Whatever. So she's talking and she's like, Hi, they're like, Don't worry, we'll be there in a minute. And he says, Please could you make it ten? I told the operator. Um, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> In this elevator. elevator. These are the rantings of a lunatic. Yes. No, he had a, a travel scrabble with him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere without my travel scrabble. <laughs> now, again, we're not. She picks up the phone and is like, Don't worry, they'll be out here in five minutes. And he's yeah. like, Well, can, can you make it 10? Because I'm having yeah. so much fun here in this elevator with you. Usually, I'll fully admit, usually mm-hmm. we're like inventing stuff to have like a good time with these songs. This is in the song. Yeah. She's like, please get me out of here. Yep. They said it'll be five minutes. As soon as possible. Right? And then when he says like, oh, well, let's make a 10. We're having so much fun. The song isn't like, oh, and then she smiled. Right. No. There's no indication. (laughs) There's nothing. She's horrified. (laughs) She desperately wants out of this elevator. And so the third person comes into this twisted tale. (laughs) This poor operator who he's on the phone with and says, you know, the woman says, oh, uh, get us out of here in five minutes time. He pulls the phone away from her, I'm assuming, and right. says to the operator, no, make it 10. I'm having fun. Yeah. And the uh, operator's like, make it two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Stay on the line <laughs> as she's like clicking to 911. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Sir, I need to speak to that woman again. Yeah, yeah. Stay on the phone with me, dear. Do stay not, on the phone. Just... Do not look him in the eye. <laughs> just stay on the phone with me. I am You're, an operator. We're going to get through this together. We're going to get through it together. Tell me what he's doing. <laughs> Tell me what he's doing now. He's just listening to music, playing Travel Scrabble. <laughs> but that is that poor operator. Now she's yeah. like, 
well, I, I don't know who, who to who to believe. This right. man is having fun, but this woman sounds <laughs> like she's out of breath and fearing for her It doesn't matter. Life. Her job is to make <laughs> make sure that elevator starts moving as soon as possible. <laughs> what was that? He's like, he's like, actually, we're having a lot of fun in this elevator. Oh, you are? Well, then forget it. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> sounds good. Uh, you, oh, you guys... good. I was going to go to lunch anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you call back when you're ready for us to come get you. She calls up uh, Jeff, the, the repair guy, and says, you know what, Jeff? We got somebody in the condo down the block, yeah. but- they seem like they're having a blast, so no rush, hon. Yeah. No rush. No Take Jeff, hey, nothing important. Take your time. <laughs> it's it's your usual. There's a lot of pan flute. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it sounds like mm-hmm. they're having a good time up there. So Either that or one of them is being decapitated. <laughs> anyway, Jeff, have a good lunch. <laughs> See you at two. It's either murder or triple word score, one of the two. <laughs> He's having just so much fun in this elevator. I can't, guys. I can't But he get also, on top song. of that, then, so he, she picks up the phone. Right? I assume she picks up the phone and then he takes it from her. She says, oh, no. Well, maybe he picks up and they say, we'll have you out in five minutes. Oh, okay. right, right, right. And then he's saying, make it 10. Right. But even in, in your best case scenario, mm-hmm. right, this is like, this is the guy who like when the nurse is like, okay, I've filled out all this information. And she goes, okay, sex. And he goes, yes, please. Like, yeah. this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, come on, dude. Like, you know really? what I'm saying. This like, is my yeah, job, man. Like, but to still, like, to be like, in a, in a serious situation like this, to be like, no, make a 10, why don't you? Like, mm-hmm. sh- shut up. All right. Just, <laughs> guy. I'm, I'm not here, like, for your jokes. I'm here to make sure you don't die. Right. Like, I'm going to get you out of the elevator. You know what? There are people on the first floor waiting for this elevator, too. we got to <laughs> exactly. get this thing moving. Yeah, you, the whole yeah, the building only shut down. Come on. Uh, you know, the only person who uses this elevator. Right. Also, I don't think you're going to be allowed to use this elevator after this. <laughs> you're going to have to move. Uh, and then the 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 uh, chorus plays again, but ends with the, the words him saying, I'm in heaven. Mm. Which gets, again, so, creepier. So oh, my god! You're in an elevator with a woman. And like, he's, he's just one of those guys who, like... Can't even handle being in the, like the same <laughs> space as a, a woman. woman. Like you just can't be like, like you know, you know what I mean. Like you yeah. just, you just, he, he's so crazy about it. Right. He's just like, I'm near a woman. I'm, I've fallen in love. Oh, yeah. like they're half the population. You got to be a little cooler <laughs> with being, yeah, yeah. being around females. Dude. Yeah, for crying out loud. Weird. Um. So then the at the end, uh, before the breakdown, I should say, yeah. uh, as the music as the music played sooner or later, I knew we'd fall in love right. in that elevator. Yeah. Uh, what in your previous interactions yeah. with this woman leads yeah. you to believe that you're going to fall in love? I'd I'd like to say nothing. Yeah, the music was playing really romantic music. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's like, they're playing our song, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an instrumental version of "Through the Eyes of Love." That's going to be our wedding song. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you heard. I told the operator, make a 10. And, and it, she didn't laugh, but you could tell that she thought it was pretty funny. Anyway, I've also got Travel Connect 4. <laughs> if you want to do that. To connect the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's missing all the checkers. Uh, <laughs> it's really just it's really just a bunch of holes in a board. Oh, um, so, and uh, then it breaks down for an excessive amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> There's a breakdown. There's, it's it's a little lighter. Well, because again, you know, I mean, part of me, almost in spite of myself, is like appreciating this song, just in the fact that like you would think the lyrics would go as the music played. You know, I knew 
we fell in love in that elevator, right? Yeah. That's what you would expect. Yeah. We fell in love in the elevator. No, I knew we'd fall in love. Like, so they're still happened. not in love. Yeah. She's still 100% no. out on this whole situation. Yeah. No, thank you, sir. Now, let's go back and talk about the overall topic. Okay. He definitely sabotaged this elevator. Definitely right? sabotaged no the elevator. There's no question. Definitely. The, the somehow, come on. He runs this scam every night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows that operator. There's no one on the end of that phone. <laughs> There's no one on the end of that phone. He clipped the line and he's like, oh, oh, yeah, they'll be here in five minutes. Oh, oh, I like this Muzak song. Huh? This is his thing. He's the elevator strangler. <laughs> um, he uh, he definitely sabotaged it. I'm trying to figure out where this elevator is. Because if it is in like his condo, right. one of them has to move. Yeah. <laughs> and he needs to be arrested. Right. Where is it? Is I it in a like building? It, I feel like it's department in, a, store. in a department store. In yeah. a department store. Only because, I mean, and I don't know, I wasn't there in like the 70s. But were they playing Muzak in like apartment building elevators i feel like that was only in like a store i don't right? know they would have that i don't know uh, i don't know but i was i was imagining like an department store or like an office building or something yeah but this is where this is it's happening. an office building that's even worse yeah my god well they should be working like a different company or oh, something geez. you know yeah but oh man uh this whole thing is disturbing. <laughs> I'm telling you what. I mean, it sounds so peppy and like, oh, we fell in love. And then you listen to the lyrics, you're like, wait a minute, what? What? That's not. And that is the problem with, not the problem, it's why I love story songs, yeah. is it doesn't matter if the song is so peppy and do, 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 do. You can listen to it. You can, right. you can disco dance to it. Sure. The moment you take a look at the lyrics, you think to yourself, what level of hell have yeah. I gotten myself into? <laughs> yeah. How have I, my eyes been closed for so long. <laughs> Was blind, but now I see. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, that is Nightmare on the Seventh Floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, A peppy little tune. Sure. About being held against your will. <laughs> The, uh, a peppy little tune about the horrors of technology yeah. and modernization. <laughs> modernization? <laughs> well, I don't know. Because let me tell you what, if they were walking up the stairs, she wouldn't be stuck there. It's true. Okay? So no buildings should be above five stories. That's my <laughs> Plus a little pan flute. Yeah, yeah. You got a little, little pan, pan flute in your life. A little electronic harmonica oh, is, or like a- Is the pan flute the, the modernization you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Once they panned flutes, I was out. <laughs> um, all right, we take a quick break. We come back and talk about the history of this song, which I am very curious about. Uh, <laughs> story behind the story. We'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. 
I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about the boundaries of society. Crime and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious. Or weird. The better. From books and movies. To television shows and games. We look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's just face it, there's going to be laughing. (laughs) Killer Fun is available basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. All right, and we are back. It's mm. time for the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. So, Rachel. Yeah. Ha, why does this story <laughs> exist? <laughs> well, let me tell you. Okay. Uh, first of all, Heaven on the Seventh Floor was uh, written by Dominic Bugatti and Frank Musker and mm-hmm. recorded by Paul Nicholas. It was released in 1977 and peaked at number six on the Hot 100s, November 26, 1977. Oh, that sucks. Wow. It was why? Well, it should have peaked at number seven. Right? Uh, yeah, but it was at least it was released in '77. <laughs> oh, that's true. Do you want to guess how long it was on the charts? Um, I like I a Thursday. <laughs> Twenty-three weeks. Nice. Wow. Twenty-three weeks. I mean, the 70s, there are fifty-two weeks <laughs> in a year. <laughs> Heaven Thank on you. the seventh floor was on the on the charts for twenty-three. Yeah, for half a year. Wow. Oh, nearly half a year. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I can't. You can really confirm this math. <laughs> I can't. Anyway. Anyway, was... the, the song that played at the Crayon Factory was on the <laughs> yeah, charts yeah. Uh, for it, 42 weeks. Anyway, it was off of Paul Nicholas's debut LP, Heaven on the Seventh Floor. Mm-hmm. Good. And became a gold record. Oh. It was uh, not among one of his greatest hits in Britain but was a top 10 hit in other countries, including it shot to number one in New Zealand, you guys. Of course. Well, shot to number love, one. They love elevator songs. Love it there. <laughs> love knows, it there. Everyone knows about that. Wait, so is he British? He is British. Okay. Yes, he is British. Okay. Uh, we'll get English. I like to say English. Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll get into it. A little bit more about the song. Uh, on October 22nd, 1977, this is one of my favorite things, uh, on American Top 40 Radio, Casey Kasem described Nicholas as a performer who didn't want to be there. <laughs> Meaning Why on the that? musical charts. Why? I have no idea, but <laughs> I feel like Heaven on the Seventh Floor kind of leads you to believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, it... Just like the lady in the elevator, yeah. Paul Nicholas did not want to be there. <laughs> it's yeah. just like a producer situation where he was like trying to make it fail and, no. and accidentally- No, yeah, right? <laughs> no, but this is it's really interesting. Um, first of all, it was recorded by uh, Musker and Bugatti, who are prolific songwriters Wait, recorded uh, well, by them or written? Sorry, by them? it was written by them. Okay. Uh, okay. They, however, did release a duo album in '82 called The Dukes. Hmm. So they're producers, but or writers, but they decided to put out an album called The Dukes. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of The Dukes. <laughs> I mean, Musker and Bugatti sounds like a real high-end cologne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're the uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein of elevator songs. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Musker is a prolific songwriter. He wrote for Sheena Easton, Air Supply, and Brian May. 
Ooh. Too Much Love Will Kill You. You know that song? Yes. Okay. That's a great song. I knew song. you would. Yeah. Um, so Musker wrote that song. Huh. Too much love will kill you if you can't make up your mind. Uh, now let's get into Paul Nicholas. Wait, who else did they write for? Uh, Sheena Easton and Air Supply. Oh, what songs? Does it say it on my paper, Michael? <laughs> Do your own research, David. <laughs> Hey, find hey. it out and put it on Twitter for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, all right, just, great. I got homework. There yeah, yeah, yeah. you go. Yeah. It's a little something called Google exists. I'm going to try using it. All Listen, right? I never said I was good at my job. Yeah. I just said I'd do it. What do you want from me? I don't know why you got to call me out like that. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think I wow. would have said it wow. if I had it? <laughs> I don't know. You had too much love will kill you, and I figured <laughs> well, you I, got one song written down. We're like, eh, I'll do it for all three. I'm not defending my thesis here. Okay, we're doing a podcast. If you want the information? Go get it. I had my. I had too much love would kill you because I know you're a big Brian May and Queen fan, and I thought you'd be excited. I and I am. It's a great song. I thought that would be enough to appease you, but yeah. apparently <laughs> you just need more and more. You just and take more. and take and take. If you know me at all, you know that I love Shanice and Nair Supply too. I do, but oh, I thought man. maybe I could get away with just the Brian May thing. <laughs> anyway, this isn't about Brian May. Shanice <laughs> and Nair Supply. None of them. This is about Paul Nicholas. Paul Nicholas is an English actor and singer. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Paul Nicholas is fascinating. Mm -hmm. I mean, not fascinating. He's interesting. Uh, He started his... (laughs) He's okay. Actually, he's pretty boring. Um, He's just a guy. Paul Nicholas started his career as a singer in the 60s under stage names uh, Paul Dean and, and also Oscar those are two different <laughs> okay <laughs> those are two different stage names yeah uh, when I first started I was like Paul Dean and Oscar what a weird full stage name yeah uh, he recorded a also s- this is a, like Paul Nicholas is a perfectly acceptable name it's fine why yeah, are you fine. changing it to Oscar so, that's like I don't know I'm sorry uh, so he was super he was very young he was kind of like a he needed <clears throat> the money yeah. I mean earlier on he was like a Leaf Garrett type of person I mean you even seen like the photos like yeah yeah, yeah. he recorded a song as Oscar, mm-hmm. that was written and produced by any guesses? Tony Randall. You're not gonna re- you're not gonna answer it correctly. David Bowie. Oh, okay. Why? David Bowie. Don't ask me the song, Michael. I couldn't figure it out. Okay. Also, the only thing that's interesting about it is that it's David Bowie <laughs> yeah. recorded and uh, well, written. Before and you said it. I was gonna make a joke when you were like you recorded a song as Oscar. I was be like, I love trash. Was that <laughs> the name of the song? I was thinking theme to the Odd Couple. Oh, yeah. that too. Yeah. Uh, no. I just couldn't believe it. When I, when the words David Bowie were on the same page as Paul Nicholas, uh-huh. I was floored. <laughs> I was floored. I don't really know. When was that? Uh, that would have been in the 60s. So it was like David oh, okay. Bowie was real David Bowie. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. still coming up. There's more There's more to it. And honestly, like we can, we'll, in the coming days after this is released, we right. will add more information okay. to no, it. But anyway- fine. David Bowie was very, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but then he tra- he changed to a stage career, uh, starring in the original London production of Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, oh wow. Yes. Who did he play? Who did he play? Yes. I don't know, you oh, guys. God. I don't know. I did a terrible job with no, this. No, that's okay. Do you want to know I, I was just curious. I, well, I was curious if he's either Jesus or Judas, because if he's not, I don't care about anyone you know, else. You know, who was he? I did have the answer to that. Michael's going to look it up while we say the rest of the stuff. Okay. But I actually had to cut down a lot because he has had a very long career. We yeah. haven't even hit the midway part okay. to Paul Nicholas's career. 
So after he performed successfully in London and he made a couple of, uh, he made some films. They're not really, you know, nothing to like write home about. Sure. The reason for this is that he wanted to break into the U.S. So the purpose of Heaven on the Seventh Floor is he wanted to break into the U.S. and he thought the best chance to do that was through singing. So that is why Heaven on the Seventh Floor came to be. Okay, but so I mean, but he's in a musical, right? So he's not unfamiliar with the the world of of music. He but, started off as a singer. This is what I'm saying. He right. started off as a as a pop singer. Right. Then went to the stage. Okay. Then said, "I want to break into the U.S. in any way I can." Okay. And decided Heaven on the Seventh Floor. That's okay. the one that's that going to do it for do. me. So he had a. Um, go ahead. Thank you. The answer is Jesus. He oh, did play Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, okay, okay great. Right, thank so. you. Thank you. Well, so so that's the thing. Like he was in Jesus Christ Superstar. Was he on the cast album? As Jesus. Right. In London. Yeah. In the original London production. Okay. So like he is he's legit. I mean, I'm gonna, I've that. never seen the show, but I'm going to assume that's a big part. Meh, no, it's, I was it's, kidding. You know, it's around <laughs> there. No. Um uh he had some hits in the UK, but only Heaven on the 7th Floor hit in the US. After that, shortly after that, he started his own children's pop show. What is the children's pop show? It is a children's music show. So it's like American England, Bandstand, but it's for kids. Called, I think so. I mean, okay. yeah. No, I'm just asking. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it. no, it's not like it doesn't bring kids on, but it's about singing and things like that. It's a it's a kids show. Oh, it's a kids show. Okay. It's just a kids show. A lot of pan called flute. Paul. Yeah, a lot okay. of pan flute. This um, is in the this is in the UK. This was in the UK. Okay. Yeah, and then after that, he was seen in more films, including Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Ugh. and The Nutcracker. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why you ugh to the Nutcracker. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Sergeant Pepper's Only Hearts Come Band, Band I understand. It's like one of the worst movies ever made. It's but... the weirdest thing ever. It's I... the Bee Gees. Aerosmith is in it. It's very strange. Yeah. It's very weird. And Steve Paul Martin Nicholas. And, and Paul Nicholas. I, I don't know who he played. I don't know. I'm only ugging the, the Nutcracker because I've never heard of this movie version of the Nutcracker. So I'm sure. Oh, it was not... in the 80s. Um, It was a thing. It was a thing? Yeah, okay. it was a thing. Right. Um. He starred in a popular BBC comedy, Just Good Friends, for which he wrote the theme song and was nominated for a BAFTA. I'm oh. telling you, this guy did everything. Wow. He originated the role of Rum Tum Tugger in the original <laughs> London production of Cats. Oh, my God. And has gone on to work in many musicals, straight plays, and films. He's got it all. Yeah. He's got it all. He's kind of like the lesser UK version of uh, Rick Springfield. <laughs> um and then in 2006, he set up a franchise operation, the Paul Nicholas School of Acting and Performing Arts, aimed at teaching acting to school-aged children. Wow. The company went under in 2012. Oh. But I, the, when I heard this song, sure, and I thought to myself, what am I going to find, the right. background of this person? <laughs> I did not know it was going to lead me to all that. Yeah. Paul Nicholas, bravo. <laughs> you have had quite the career. You are clearly a West End staple, and I applaud you for it. That's what it is sort of interesting when you hear, you know, some like one hit wonder song, yeah. right? Or just some song you don't know. And then when you like start looking into it, because sometimes it's like this was their only thing they ever did. Yep. You know, whatever. But other times, like, this is just a quick stop off yep. on a much longer story. And, and it's, it's also one of those things where like you might like ask him about this and he might be like, Wait, what? What song is that? I don't like. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, that's something I did one weekend, like forty years ago, yeah. and I don't even. But now it's For like the U.S. But it's yeah, kind of held a like blip. Yeah. yeah, but it's kind of held in amber like forever. Is like right. this this song, you know, where he was just like, ah, oh, one week I decided that yeah, might be fun to try to break into the U.S. Let's see what happens. Yeah, right, whatever. Then I yeah. wouldn't. 
Then I became a cat. I mean, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I recorded yeah. it between the matinee and the evening performance. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. while I was kept, getting my cat makeup put yeah, on, I kept telling yeah. them the cat's got to get stuck in an elevator, but they wouldn't. Listen. <laughs> they would not listen to me. The so. song's about that scene where Grizabella rises up to like <laughs> and then cat heaven, and, and, then gets and, and the elevator halfway. got stuck <laughs> in the oh, performance. Oh, jeez. Broadway talk. Yep. Broadway talk. Elaine Page was just standing on that platform for three and a half hours. Asking somebody to call the operator. <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles, you, call the operator. <laughs> somebody get Skimble Shanks. We got a problem with the elevator. Jellicles can't right now. Let's move this <laughs> Let's move this elevator. Come on. I've been on this thing now and forever. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Uh, thank you for that, Rachel. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the lessons we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. We'll be right back. Want to be a part of the podcast? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help other people find the podcast. And if you do, we'll read it on the podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. The word has lost all meaning. Podcast. All right, and we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. But before we do that, we just want to remind you, if you could leave a five-star review, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, the best way that you could help other people find the show, if you love the show as much as we do, is to leave a uh, five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on iTunes. You could do it right from your phone. You just have to click the little five stars. Um, so easy. And if you happen to be a writer, writing a review would be pretty great, too. But if you're not a writer, just click the little five stars and if you write a review we promise we will read it on the air but also don't forget you know anywhere else the twitter the the instagrams <laughs> the facebooks tell the world about the story song podcast if you love it let's share it with the world let's get it out there get people spread, listening spread the love yeah Tell exactly. your friends. Don't don't keep this. Tell your enemies. Don't lock people in an elevator to do exactly. it. Exactly. That's creepy. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends. If they're really going to listen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. Now it's time for lessons. Let's start with Michael. Michael, what lesson did you learn from this song? Simply. Yeah. Take the stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. take the stairs. It's good for you. A couple extra steps ain't going to kill you. You never have an awkward conversation on the stairs. Ex- no. Can't no. agree. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you got to go up to that 47th floor <laughs> for that big meeting. That Get there six hours early. <laughs> yeah, a, you schedule your day accordingly. Yeah, take but, it, 10 floors at a yeah. time. Yeah. And then just get up to the yeah, get happen. up to the top. Just, just make it happen. Stop for a water break every, sure. like, stairs what, never 25 break down. floors. Stairs That's never break stairs, down. That, that should be the tagline. Stairs. <laughs> They never break down. Uh-huh. Um, this staircase is out of order, though, so you're going to want to use one on the other side of the building. I'll tell you the uh, lesson I learned. Yeah. If you're an operator, mm-hmm. right, that's, that's answering calls for people stuck in elevators, here's a, here's a term I want you to, to use. Mm-hmm. Can I talk to someone else in the elevator? <laughs> is, there, is there anyone else I can talk to in there? Because uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think Wait we're getting anywhere. Wait a minute. Is this Paul? <laughs> this is the fourth time I've talked to you this uh, week. Are you sabotaging this? Let me talk. Let me talk to the woman. Yeah. Let me talk to the woman. Yeah. Okay. Are you okay? <laughs> no. <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a code that you can say if you feel unsafe. I feel unsafe. Get me out of here right now. <laughs> no code needed. Uh, I got rum tugger in here. <laughs> keeps clawing at me. <laughs> uh, I don't oh, like audience participation. He does Please not understand the fourth wall of this elevator. 
Rachel, what did you learn? Mace. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Carry we it. need it. Pepper Carry spray. It. We need it. Carry it everywhere Sorry. you go. I don't know if you know what it's like to be a woman. I know you guys don't, don't. but it is terrifying yeah. sometimes. I and, understand. And sometimes these things that seem adorable, yeah, yeah. you have to just be prepared for. Yeah, yeah. No, be ready. Yeah. Be, I totally agree. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Look, right. even if you're in cat makeup, it's not adorable <laughs> yeah. to be uh, creepy the, on an the, elevator. Yeah. The moment somebody says, we're alone, you yeah. spray them. Just, just, I don't care if it's an enclosed space. It's going to hurt your eyes, too. You need to yeah. do something. Yeah, yeah. Or if he's in full cat makeup, just shake a can of pennies at him or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spray him with a little <laughs> water bottle or something. Down. <laughs> uh, Off the couch. Off the couch. Uh, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Story Song Podcast. We'll be back next episode with another great story song. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. Forge Audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.